Well, good afternoon and welcome to day 17 of 100 Days with God Challenge. We're so excited that you joined us today. Happy Friday to each and every one of you. Now's a perfect opportunity to tag a friend, to share with a friend, to invite a friend, but more importantly, begin praying with us with joined hearts that someone's life would forever be changed as a result of today's teaching. Listen, I promise if you've never heard her, you all are in for an amazing treat. Minister Kathy LaFleur is here today and she's sure to bless your socks off. Once again, you can find us on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, and don't be afraid, don't hesitate to like and share the 100 Days with God Challenge right here on freedomradio.com. If you've not done so, download the app. You can listen via all of our Facebook Live, uh, social live outlets, but you can also listen to us at freedomradio.com on your PC and on the app. So, ladies and gentlemen, with no further ado, we welcome to the floor this afternoon, Lady Kathy LaFleur. Good morning or good afternoon, everybody. Um, this is Reverend LaFleur. I'm so grateful uh, for this opportunity to be on. Um, thank God for uh, evangelist, prophetess, Dr. Elizabeth Hudson for this opportunity. I don't take it lightly anytime I've given the chance to teach or speak. So we're going to jump right in um, because I want to make sure that I give you everything that God has given to me. Can you guys hear me okay? Just want to make sure that you're able to hear me. Somebody just give me a thumbs up real quick if you're able to hear me. Yes. Amen. 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 All right. So I'm going to just hold on one second. Just jump in. a perfect opportunity okay. to tag a friend. Go ahead. Okay. So. We're going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to be reading from the book of Genesis, chapter three. Um, I'm going to be starting at actually starting at chapter two, the last scripture in chapter two, verse number 25. And, and I'm reading from the ESV Bible. Um, so chapter two, verse 25. Um, and then we're going to go down through chapter three. Amen. So chapter three. 2 verse 25 says, and the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Chapter 3 verse 1 starts, now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the trees that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it lest ye die. But the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die 
for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open. Hallelujah. Your eyes will be open. My God. And you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both were open and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves lion cloth. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God. And, call, and God called to the man and said to him, where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. He said, who told you that you were naked? We're gonna jump down to verse number 21. And the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife garments of skins and clothe them. Amen. So let me just pray for a second. God, I thank you for this chance, Lord God. I ask that you will completely decrease me, Lord God, and let your Holy Spirit speak through me, God. I pray that you will give your people what you have prepared, Father God, through this vessel in Jesus' name. Amen. And so we're going to talk today about the church unmasked. The church unmasked, okay? The church unmasked. You know how we're wearing the mask now because of the COVID? The church unmasked. So the nakedness of Adam and Eve represents the transparency of their relationship with each other and with God. And they weren't aware that they were naked, which reveals to us their innocence and their openness. They were in a place of freedom and there was nothing to be ashamed of. They were to govern the grounds of Eden and, and they were created in, in the image and in the likeness of God. And they were given authority and dominion to possess and produce the fruit and to multiply and to replenish the earth. But after they sinned, they covered themselves. And the Bible says that they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the cool of the day and they hid themselves. My God. So now what we have is we have sin hidden and we have sinners hiding. They went from transparency to tragedy, throwing creation into chaos. And the order of God is now dishonored with damaging effects. Can you imagine the anxiety and the panic of not knowing what? God is about to say to you as he calls your name out, calling you out, asking you from your hiding place, where are you? My God, where are you? So what was once pure is now polluted and adulterated by lust and pride and greed and, and disorder and disobedience is in the sanctuary of creation. Mm. Uh, fast forward to today, we are watching as parts of the world in this, uh, 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 of this, in every state is in panic over a pandemic. And the governor has given an order to shelter in place and, and he shut everything down that was considered non-essential. And, and I don't know about you, but I know about a week ago, I was in my kitchen about to make dinner and I heard the voice of the Lord ask me rhetorically, why didn't the churches make the essential list? 
my God. And God said, what he, what we're seeing right now in the wake of COVID-19 is what he witnessed in the churches and the hearts of the people. He said, they are hiding, oh my God, infections in the house of God. Folks in church covering up infectious behaviors by some people, some pastors, some preachers, some prophets, some, oh my God, some leaders, some laymen, some members, some mothers. God said it's been infectious behavior in the house of God. And you wonder why the church didn't make the essential list. My God, I'm not sure. He said, he said, he said there were masks on before the mask came on. People hid their sins from God and, and they hid in the church in their church clothes, appearing to be righteous, but too ashamed to confess and too proud to repent. Eh, my God, God said that there was supposed to be sanctification, but I found, ah, oh, Marshall, I found contamination in the house of God. But so many people are so eager to get back to business as usual, not even bothered by the fact that we have to wear a mask during the daytime. And they, they, they started a COVID collection, he said, as if the disease needed a design, my God. Uh, my children, he said, God said, let me tell you about what I saw. Huh? He said, what you call blessed, I call bitter. And, and what you call anointed, I call annoying. And, and what you call prophetic, I call pathetic. God said, there were things that were allowed to go on in the house of God that should not have gone on in the house of God because this is sin unchecked. And sin unchecked is iniquity. And iniquity is continuing in sin without repentance. My God, people were excited that the church was growing, supposedly. God said it was growing. It was, but it wasn't maturing. Uh, he said He said it was growing in pride and, and it was growing in entertainment and, and it was growing in unforgiveness and, and it was growing in jealousy. He said it was growing. Hey, God. He said then what was growing starts spreading. Uh, he said no longer were the people giving ear to the voice of God. They didn't want the gospel. They wanted the gossip. He said they needed the tea, my God, and not the anointing. He said it. So he shut it down because the building was becoming bigger than the box. He said, what you keep calling church growth, I call swelling. God said, they shouted, they ran, they spoke in tongues, and then they went back to tell people that the church was on fire. God said, that wasn't the fire of God. That was strange fire, and it was a reaction to the infections. If you go to a doctor and you see the doctor and you have a swelling in an area, the body begins to generate heat in that area, and it shows signs of infection. My God, swelling comes from lack of circulation. God said there was a lack of blood circulation through the body of believers, therefore causing a blood, causing things to seize up in the house of God. He said the blood wasn't circulating. He said they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony, but the blood wasn't circulating through the house of God. You took out a testimony service, dimmed the lights and put the spotlight on you. They wasn't able to testify about the goodness of the Lord. Testimonies turned into testimonies. The testimonies nowadays is God is good and he's greatly to be praised. He said, what about telling them how I delivered you from masturbation and pornography and, and fornication and adultery? He said, what about the real testimonies? How I brought you out of darkness into the marvelous light, took you out of an adulterous situation, took you out of a, a sick situation and brought you out. He said, they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony. But since the testimony stopped, the blood stopped circulating through the house of God. 
He said, God said, I, I extended mercy, uh, but you wouldn't extend mercy. He said, I forgave them, and uh, but they picked and choose who they were going to forgive. He said, the blood wasn't circulating, but rumors were circulating. He said, the blood wasn't circulating, but lies kept circulating. The blood wasn't circulating, but backbiting came circulating. The blood wasn't circulating, but favoritism was circulating. The blood wasn't circulating, but pettiness was circulating. The blood wasn't circulating, but unforgiveness was circulating in the house of God. Yes, hallelujah. Now, y'all heard the sign. Y'all seen the things. Let me calm down for a second. Hold on. He said they blaming COVID-19. Mm, this is the Lord's doing. That's what God is saying. It's the Lord's doing. He said, but they want to blame COVID-19 on 5G. He said, they want to blame COVID-19 on 5G. He said, let me tell you, it is 5G. It's the five little Gs, the five little gods in my house running things. He said, the first G, uh, one G was the gimmicks. Uh, you were tricking people and deceiving people. He said, the second G, two G was gossip. Yeah, you were talking about people and, and treating them all messed up. The third G, three G was grudges. You couldn't forgive nobody. My God, you was holding them against them. They couldn't get past the rumors of what they did way back then. He said, the fourth G was grumbling. He said, you kept complaining no matter what I did, no matter what I gave you, no matter how I saved you, you kept grumbling. He said, 5G, the fifth G was greed. Oh yeah, you got greedy. You got selfish. You didn't want to help nobody. You didn't want to do anything for nobody but yourself. You wanted your name called out. You wanted to be on the flyer. You wanted to be on the program. You wanted to make sure they saw your face in the place. You wanted to to run the altar and the pulpit and the usher door. He said, you was greedy. I, he said, it was greed. It was an infection in the house of God. He said, the church has made the non-essential business list because the church became a full organization and lack the organism which is the Baha'i which is God. He said, and without the organism, uh, it's just a regular business as usual. He said, which should have been a place where they could take the COVID patients for healing. Uh, he said, shut down so they can take them to the hospital to find a cure. He said, we should have been ready for us to operate in the gift of laying hands. Uh, sure. Instead of trying to be seen, we should have let God be seen in his house, my God. He said, man puts limitation on what they want you to know. And this is why you must study to show thyself approved unto God. Hallelujah. He said, they want you to think that God only speaks on Sunday mornings at eight o'clock service. And then he'll speak for the second time to you at 11 o'clock service. He said, but I am God and, and I speak when I want to speak. Huh? And she, he said, you guys are vessels and I can choose. To, I chose to speak through a donkey so I can use whomever I choose and I can talk whenever I, I shut down for 400 years. He said, I'll shut down again, my God. And she, he said, they wanted you to think that, that God only spoke in their locations under their vocations. God said, I'm a He said, they didn't mind you reading God's word, but as long as you didn't tap in to the voice of God and hear him without them, Jesus. He said, the devil is a liar. God's church uh, is an organism and God wants to reveal himself to us personally and individually. My God, he said, remember when Jesus was asking his disciples 
disciples in Matthew 16. Who do men say that I am? What's the rumor on the streets? What's the word on the street? And they said, some say you this and, and some say you that. He said, but what do you say? Who do you say that I am to you? And Peter says, I said that you are the Christ, the son of the living God. He said, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you, but my father in heaven, see, man can't reveal to you God. I'm not sure. You can go to church and still miss God. You can show up week after week, Sunday after Sunday, month after month, year after year, and still miss God because you're looking at the man. I shut it up at the pulpit instead of looking to the hills from which cometh your help, my God. He said, you still, he said, flesh and blood couldn't reveal this to Peter. So I had to, show, uh, God had to show Peter who I was. He said, and I told Peter upon this rock, I'll build my church. The rock of the rock is Jesus. And that's where the church is built upon Jesus. The, the mannerisms of Jesus, the characteristics of Jesus, the love of Jesus, the sacrifice of Jesus, the forgiveness of Jesus. That's where the real church is. Quit trying to rush back to a building, an empty building. Take a temple to an empty building. My God have mercy on us, oh God. He said, my shutros, he said, God said, it's time to unmask the churches because the problem ah, with the garments that Adam and Eve put on themselves didn't follow the pattern. Ah, he said the organism must follow a spiritual pattern. Ah, remember when grandma used to have that old sewing machine, it, it looked like a suitcase and it had the two little hooks at the top. And, and when she popped it open and took the metal off, you would see the different patterns she had to do her sewing. And, and if grandma wanted to make you a hat, she had to use a different pattern then she needed to make you a shawl. And, and if she wanted to make you a dress, she had to use a different pattern than she would for the for the, for the the shawl, my God. He said the, the organism was supposed to follow a pattern. Ah, supposed to follow a pattern that makes me known, my God. He said they, she was supposed to follow a pattern and God gave us a pattern to follow Jesus. He said, my pattern is the blueprint for our lives. He said his son was the example of the pattern in which we were to follow. And the pattern of the cross was written in blood. And the atonement of our sins was because of Calvary's cross. And he said, this is why Adam and Eve's leaves were not suitable in the sight of God because there was no blood circulating. I saw nothing at that time had died in Eden, uh, but something had to die for Adam and Eve to live. Uh, God had to make the first sacrifice on their behalf. He had to atone for their sins by slaughtering something. God said that something had to die in order for something to live. There are some things in us that still have to die in order for us to live, not just to live righteous, but to live real. It's time out for faking. It's time to unmask the church, my God. It's, it's time to take the mask off. He said, he said, my Jesus, glory to your name. He said, I'm removing the blinders today, though. He said, I'm going to unmask the church. And I'm looking for my people to avail themselves to me so that I can reveal myself to them. See, if you want make yourself available for God, he wouldn't have to shut down the jobs. If you want make yourself available for jobs, he wouldn't have to shut down the schools. If you want make yourself available for God, he wouldn't have to shut down the world. He said, no one is availing themselves so that I can reveal myself to them. He said, it's time to unmask. He said, the church is my bride. 
The church is my bride, and, and my bride doesn't. He said, my bride doesn't wear a mask. She wears a veil. Uh, he said, she wears a veil and, and the veil is sheer. The veil is transparent. Uh, I can see her through the veil. Uh, he said, it's transparent. Uh, she can't hide nothing. Uh, she can't hide the way she looks. Uh, so I'm taking the veil off. Uh, not so I can see her. Because uh, I can see her. But that she can see me a little closer. When you unveil, God said, I'll unveil. And then once I unveil, I can reveal myself to you. He said, I want intimacy to, with you. I want time with you. I want to show you who I really am. And I want you to show me who you really are. There's no need to be ashamed. He said, be naked with your sins. Be naked with your truth. There's no reason for you to be ashamed. My God, hallelujah, hallelujah. No need for you to be ashamed. He said, you gotta be real. He said, I'm coming back for my bride. I'm coming back from my church without a spot or a wrinkle. He said, the first thing I assigned Adam was to govern himself accordingly. Ah! He said, I told Adam, before you touch the land, govern yourself. Before you touch anything, govern yourself. I met with him on a daily basis. And that's why I knew he didn't show up again. So I had to call for him. Where are you? God is calling you right now. Where are you? I've been looking for you. I've been in the garden. And I don't see you because you hiding. Come out, come out. Wherever you are, he said, call out every sin. Call out every sin. I call out pornography. I call out masturbation. I call out lying. I call out drugs. I call out weed. I call out my stuff. Hey, God, I call it out right now. God said, come out. Come out of them. Let my people go. Hey, God, hallelujah. He said, I'm coming back. He said that the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And when you have the Holy Ghost, you will govern yourself accordingly. Governors, it's time to take off the mask. And God wants us to be in his face, naked and not ashamed of our sin. He asked Adam and Eve what they did because he, not because he didn't know what they did. He gave them the opportunity to repent. God said the reason why it's happening the way it is, I'm trying to give some people the opportunity to repent because everybody not ready. What if COVID really wasn't COVID at that time? What if it was the return of God? Will we have been ready a couple of weeks ago for God to come back? God said, I'm trying to give you time to repent. Uh, repent don't mean just confess. Repent means to turn. So if my people, if you say you belong to me, which are called by my name, will humble themselves, not hide, but humble my God and seek my face, come to me so I can reveal myself to you and turn from their wicked ways. Then a sound will come into heaven. A sound will shake heaven's throne. And then I'll heal some things. I'll heal your land. I'll heal your mind. I'll heal your husband. I'll heal your child. I'll heal your friends. I'll heal your enemies. He said, when you make a move, I'll make a move. When you make a sound, I'll make a sound. God said, govern yourselves accordingly. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. He said, there was not enough shame to keep them, my God, 
to keep him from loving Adam and Eve. He said, I had to shift. Ah, I'm not sure. He said, I shifted Adam and Eve. Let me, let me show you the shift. He said, I shifted them out of Eden because Eden represents a pristine palace of abundance and natural beauty. He said, I had to shift them from a natural beautification, which is the outer appearance, to a spiritual beautification, what's on the inside. See, all the things that was on the inside came out when they touched the fruit, when they got, ate the fruit. Everything that's on the inside showed up to God. God said I had to move them from a place where they were looking at the outer things, lusting at the things in the garden, and move them to a spiritual place where they begin to long for me, when they begin to reach to me, when they begin to cry for me, when they begin to want me. God said, I just want you to want me. I just want you to want me. I, I just want you to want uh, to come to me. I, I don't want to force you. I'm not going to beg you. I'm not going to plead with you. I'm asking you to reveal yourself to me, God said. He said, man looks at the outer appearance, but God looks at the, how, the heart. He said, you've been quarantined to get your heart right with God. It's time to remove the mask and to come to God naked and not ashamed. God said his love for Adam and Eve my God, let me just read verse 21. My God, thank you, Lord. He said, and the Lord God made Adam oh, for Adam and for his wife garments of skin and clothed them. He said, I showed it on the He said, I had to make them a covering. I know you thought your church was your covering. I, I, well, what happened when the church is closed? God said, I'm your covering. He said they had garments and I didn't want to use those garments. So what I did was I recovered them. I, so he said, I recovered them. I'm trying to get you to recover. I, I'm trying to get you to recommit. I, I'm trying to get you to recover from this thing. He said, if you let me recover you, if you let me recover you, if you let me clothe you. If you let me pick out your garments, your garments of righteousness, your garments of holiness, your garments of praise, God said, let me recover you, my God. Let me recover you. And God said, he said, who told you? Ah, you were naked. Who told you? Who told you that I would have a problem with how I made you? I don't know. I'm Whoever this is for, who told you that you weren't good enough the way you are? Who told you? Because you, know, you couldn't speak the way others spoke, that God wouldn't speak through you. Who told you that you were naked? Who, who told you that I wouldn't choose you, that I didn't love you? Who told you that you had to lean and depend on man? Who told you. He said, I chose you and I'm showing you that I'm trying to reveal my heart to you. He said, I'm trying to reveal. I'm trying to open up to you. I'm trying to open up, but you got your mask on. He said, mask off, y'all. Mask 
off. It's time to unmask. God, it's something I what people call the church. God said, you are the church. You are the church. You'll be ready. You'll be ready to receive in season and out of season. You'll be ready. You'll be ready to give an account for every word that comes out of your heart. You'll be ready to lay hands on the sick. You'll be ready to heal the blind. You'll be ready to love. Don't worry about what they're doing. You'll be ready. He said, it's time to get ready. It's time to get in my face. It's time to get ready. It's time to get serious. It's time to get real. It's time to get transparent. It's time to get naked. It's time to take off everything that is not of God. Take it off, church. Take it off, governors. Take it off in the name of Jesus. My God. God said, my God. Oh, Lord. He said, I did this because people had time for everything else except God. Ah. People had time for everything else but God. But you keep saying, but God. Uh, he said, you say, Lord, Lord, but your hearts are far from me. You had time for everything else but God. Uh, now it's time for God and then everything else. Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these Things shall be, uh, not maybe, not should be, not could be, shall be added unto you if you seek God first. My God, if you seek God first, let's pray. Hallelujah. God, we thank you in the name of Jesus. And of the way you created us, naked before your presence, God. A quarantine, oh God. I ask you to change hearts and minds and spirit, oh God. I ask you to shift in the atmosphere, show them the dominion and the power that they were given from the very beginning, God. Let them see that they have gifts, oh God, and that they can grow their own fruit, oh God, that they are supposed to be essential, like your word is essential, God, that if they become the true church, that you will do your works in the organism and the organization will take care of itself, God. We don't want to go back to business as usual, Lord. We want to go back to your face first, God. If we never step foot in another church again, God, we just want to step foot in your presence, God. Take us behind the veil, God. Take us into the holiest of holies where we can see you for real, for real, where you can show us all the things about us, oh God, that you need to deliver us from, Lord. We thank you for loving us in spite of us, for every time we we left you, you stayed with us. For you are the God that said, I'll never leave nor forsake you. For every time we fail, you picked us up. For every time we ran, you chased us down. Thank you, God, for your mercy and your love. Thank you for your understanding and your loving kindness. God, I ask that you would touch everyone. Oh, my God, under the sound of my voice and that you would bring healing in the mind, God. Healing in the mind healing in the mind so that they can hear you, God, in their ears. Unlock the inner ear, oh God, so that they can hear you differently. 
that they can hear you differently. Unlock the spiritual eyes so that they can see the truth and living God, that they can proclaim that you are the son of the living God, that you are Christ, huh? my God, our Lord and our Savior, our King, our majesty and our everything, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you would shut the mouths of those of complainers and, and those of greed, God, in the name of Jesus. We will not give any more energy to COVID, Corona, and whoever else, oh God. We will give all the glory to you. And, and we thank you that you have given us time to repent. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. God keep you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.